if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Welcome back to Ethan Carter Sports World. And uh, I've been running out of ideas to do with these podcasts, you know, because we're at a little bit of a, a, a dull time in sports um, for podcasting, I guess you could say. Uh, next Monday on the 17th, we will open up our Countdown to Madness. I don't know what we're going to call it, but it'll be me and my partner from the Illini uh, Basketball Podcast breaking down everything in college basketball around the country as we get ready for the big dance in March, whatever. Uh, we'll also do podcasts throughout March Madness as well, so that'll carry us into mid-March. And we have other things coming like fantasy baseball preview, season preview in baseball, St. Louis Cardinals off-season review, and season preview probably uh, coming. But I figured for this one, and I'm sorry if you can hear the furnace, it's making noises, and hopefully it's not uh, too bad as my mic thing messed up there. All right, um, I've been thinking about doing this for a few days, and I thought, you know, screw it. I haven't done a podcast in a week. I didn't want to rush it. I didn't prep very well for it, but I am going to go based off of my memory uh, for this one. This will be, will the XFL last Will the XFL last? We're going to talk about that now. So first we'll talk about opening week and what we saw in the opening week of the XFL. So first off, if you don't know, you have the East, you have the West. Four teams in each. I don't know how the playoff format works. We won't really need to talk about that. It's probably standard. I think it might be. I don't know how it works. Whatever. Anyway, in the East you have the, or we'll go with the West. In the West you have... <clears throat> the Houston Roughnecks, the Seattle Dragons, the Dallas Renegades, and the Los Angeles Wildcats. Those are your four West teams. So two of those teams are really West. The other two are in Texas. Uh, whatever. In the East, you have the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks, my team, of course, the D.C. Defenders, and the Tampa Bay Vipers. So the East goes 3-1 and one last week as New York beat, uh, New York beat Tampa. St. Louis beat Dallas. Houston beat L.A. And, uh, what was it? D.C. beat Seattle. So, I think, first off, things that I noticed from opening week, um, the viewership seemed pretty good. I think they topped out at 4 million in the first game, which was Seattle and D.C., uh, one big thing with this is that they have Fox, they have ABC, they have ESPN, uh, the three networks doing these games. So they have the exposure that they need. Problems with leagues in the past would be they don't have these big networks uh, invested, uh, you will, uh, if you will. They have that, okay? Second, the stadiums. Okay, most of the stadiums are pretty good. You look at uh, Seattle, they'll be playing where the Seahawks play, I believe. You have... Um, the Guardians will be playing where the Giants and the Jets play at MetLife. St. Louis will be playing where the Rams used to play. It's called the Dome at America's Center now. A couple teams will be playing in soccer stadiums, which is whatever. 
Uh, Dallas plays at Globe Life Park where the Rangers' old stadium is, which is really weird setup for football in my opinion, but hey, it's whatever. Um, I don't know. Houston plays at Tedeku Stadium or TDECU. I don't know how, how that works, but I don't remember seeing that stadium. I think it's okay for football, though. I don't remember seeing that. And then D.C. plays at Audi Field, which is a soccer stadium, which is weird. Um, and then L.A. plays where the Chargers play at uh, Dignity Health Sports Park. So some of them have your under 20,000 capacities, the soccer stadium. Then you have MetLife, which is like 80,000. You have St. Louis's uh, the Dome, which is like 50 or 60. You have a couple real football stadiums, which is good. That's great. That's a good thing. Um, and overall, the talent level is pretty good. Uh, you have guys that are wanting to get into the NFL. You have the safety, uh, Kenny Robinson for St. Louis, who is eligible for the draft in April, and he's said to be one of the best safeties in the league. He's had trouble in college. I think he had some troubles uh, where he went to college. I don't know the whole this situation, but you have that. Talent level's pretty good. Um, from what we saw over the week, I mean, you have all the home teams win until St. Louis beats Dallas 15-9. and uh, I like the rules. We go into the rules here. I think the review system is great. I think as much transparency as possible in a review situation is the opposite of what the NFL does, which I think is a good thing. Um, you have, you can hear the access is incredible. Uh, some of it's unnecessary, but we'll get into that. Um, you have, you can hear the guys in the review booth. They have their little Xbox controller, which has been used for years. You just don't see it. Uh, that's a fact. A lot of people were shocked by that, but it's, it's, it's used worldly. Um, so you have that. You can hear him saying, okay, we got one foot down, blah, blah, blah. It's a catch market. Can we get a spot? Let's get the spot. All that stuff. That's great. And you can hear the ref communicating with the review guys, okay? And then you have you can hear the coaches call their plays and all that stuff. You can hear the coordinators talking to the quarterback. or their other, I think every skill position player has a can hear the coach. Uh, I think that's how it works. My problem with that is, are other teams not going to be able to steal playbooks? Like you hear, you look at Dallas, their little play sheet is like a, a baseball card size. I put a couple of those together, that's what their play sheet is. And it's not that complicated. Now, will other teams be able to pick that up? Will they try to? I don't know how that's going to work. That might be interesting to see. Teams have to uh, adjust week to week. Um, so that could be an issue. Now, the regular season goes 10 weeks. And week 10 is April 10th. April 9th and 10th, I believe, is week 10. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. That will be interesting. Um, so it looks like FS1 will get a game. FS1, ABC, Fox. So two Fox stations and ABC and ESPN is the same thing. Whatever. For sports, it can be... Uh, that's huge. The network thing is huge. Now, we can go over the pros and the cons of the league now. So we'll do that. Uh, this is going to be, like I said, only about 15 minutes just talking about the XFL and whether I think it'll last, which will come at the end of this, whether I will say whether it lasts or not. So pros and cons, and I'm writing this down as I go. Pros, here we go. First pro I see. You have the access which is mostly a pro 
You have you can hear the referees chatting. You can hear the coaches talking to their players. You have the greatest uh, commentator of all time at this point, Pat McAfee, talking to players after big plays. Like let's say Jordan Tamu threw a touchdown pass. Five seconds later, Pat McAfee's like, "Okay, Jordan, out of that." Blah 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 blah. That's cool. It's some of it's unnecessary. Some of it's a little much, but it's it's cool. Um, you see the camera people on the freaking field, which is weird. It can get a little dicey there. Um, you have, like I said, the re- review system is great. That's part of the access, hearing what the review guys are saying, what they're seeing, and just simply making the call, not the dance around BS that we see in the NFL. Um, another pro. I think most of the new rules that they have is a pro. One foot in, I like that. One foot in like college, I'm cool with that. Um, the Taking away the extra points, I like because you can have from the two-yard line, you go for it. You score a touchdown, you got six points. From the two-yard line, you go for it, you get one point. That's 7 nothing. There you go. From the five-yard line, uh, you go for it, you get two points. That's 8 nothing. And then from the 10, you can get three points, make it 9 nothing. I think that's unique. I think that's fun. I think that's something that a league like this needs uh, every time. The kickoffs. The kickoffs is genius. This is the best part. They should take this away from the NFL. Or the NFL should take this and use it automatically. Goodell should say, I don't care. I'm using this. You have the kickers by himself at the 30 or wherever he kicks from. I don't know the yard lines. The players are lined up across from each other on like the 35-yard line or something. So you can't go until the guy catches the ball. The defenders cannot go. So it's safety. It's good for safety because you don't have guys going full speed nailing the kicker. I mean, you're still going to see some nice hits on that, but you're not going to see the super dangerous full speed unblocked just killing someone. You won't be seeing that. That's tremendous. The kicking idea is fantastic. Um, I like... This is a weird thing to say, but I like the footballs. I like that every team has their own branded football. The footballs are different, too. I like that they have you know different footballs. It's not just the same damn thing that every other league tries to do. I like that. That's not really much of a pro for the normal person, but you know what? I care about that kind of stuff. Um, do I have any more pros? Let's see. The networks, that's huge. The fact that they have Fox and ESPN on their back, trying to carry them to the promised land. I don't remember what the AAF that folded. I know they couldn't pay their players, but I don't remember what networks they were on because I really didn't care about that. I only care about this mainly because the I think they picked great cities. That's another pro. The cities that they picked. Now, there's a couple of them where I'm like, okay, maybe switch it up a little bit. Maybe you give San Diego or Oakland a football team um, instead of L.A., which it's not that big of a deal. Dallas and Houston both having ones a little dicey for me. I might have looked at like, hey, let's Iowa maybe, or how about Albuquerque, New Mexico? Screw it, right? Whatever. Um, Which overall, though, I think they did good with the cities. I think uh, New York having a team is essential because it's New York. A team in California is essential because it's California, even though it's a dump, let's be honest. Uh, D.C., I'm cool with that. It's actually in D.C. Like the Redskins play in Maryland. This team plays in D.C. Uh, Seattle is a good football city. I like that they got one. St. Louis, I'm biased, but I think they deserved another football team, and they are the top-selling merchandise. Um, Top-selling merchandise team in week one, so that's good. Now let's get into the cons. And this first one is a con that I think every league has, 
every league like this has, and that's where they struggle. Now, I don't think that the XFL is trying to compete with the NFL. I don't. It doesn't make sense for them to do that either. I think that this is kind of like a stepping stone or a developmental league, something along the lines of that. They need stars. And the problem with that is you get a star, what's his goal? I want to get back to the NFL. That's when you run into a problem. Um, I think that's their biggest issue right now, I think, is the fact that they're going to need stars at some point. Jordan Tamu, the quarterback for St. Louis. P.J. Walker, the quarterback for Houston. Two guys who could be stars in this league. Eventually, they'll probably get to the NFL, though. That's where your problem comes in. So, they're going to run into some issues with that eventually, I think. That's going to hurt the sustainability. Now, this is another one where I'm just a little overly picky and a little overly weird in this regard. They need better jerseys. I think they look fine. They need a brand deal. If they get to a second year, I think maybe they'll get one. Excuse me. Wow. They need like Adidas or Under Armour, Puma, someone like that, or Reebok to get behind them and do the jerseys. They can do such such better designs, such so good, such good-looking designs. I think that would be a huge opportunity there, having another league branding your stuff or having another company branding your stuff and just take it to the next level with one of those big companies. Now, it's going to take some money to do that, and it's going to take probably getting to a year two to prove that this is somewhat sustainable to do that. We'll see. Um, I can't really think of any cons off the top of my head that are really glaring. I guess the, I'll type, or I'll write the NFL thing. The NFL thing is uh, the fact that they're going to lose players to the NFL. And it's going to hurt, I think. It'll, it'll hurt. Um, now, let's say let's say you're a Cowboy fan and a player from the Renegades goes to the Cowboys and becomes whatever. You like that. You're fine with that. But let's say he's a Renegade player and he ends up going to like the Seahawks or something. I mean, you're not a fan of that. that that'll hurt a little bit. But maybe they'll really just become an NFL development league overall. That could happen. You never know. Like I said, I don't think it's the goal of Oliver Luck in the XFL, who's the uh, commissioner. I don't think it's the goal of them is to compete with the NFL because that would be stupid. No one's competing with the NFL. The NFL is the biggest league in this country by far. No matter how much they try to screw it up, it's the biggest league, and it's not even close. It's not at all. Um, The NFL is like a huge, huge thing. Massive. Now, the burning question, finally, as we end this thing. Like I said, short one. It's going to be short. It's okay. Is it sustainable? <sighs> this is a hard question because I don't really know. I, I, I'm i not an expert on this. It's kind of a guesswork and kind of putting everything together. I'm going to say yes. I think it is sustainable as long as they don't try to get cute and compete with the NFL. And as long as they play it smart, they can pay their players. That's a good thing. I think yes, it's sustainable. And I don't care if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, whatever. It doesn't really affect me very much. If you want to call me out for being wrong, I don't know if anyone even listens to this. But if you want to call me out for being wrong, go ahead. I think it's sustainable. I think if they do what they're doing, the new rules are great. People like it. Now, here's the biggest hurdle I think right now. Every league like this has done great in week one. This one's done the best out of all of them, to be fair. That's fine. 
It's done great in week one. Week two is a huge week. Do you still have people interested? And I think the answer is yes. The XFL Twitter account, whoever runs that, is doing a great job relating to the younger generation. Maybe not me. I mean, I'm 20 years old, but then again, I'm not like a lot of the younger people who are millennial, whatever you want to call them. I'm not like that. But I think that they're doing a great job with that. And the access in the networks is going to keep them alive. I think I think one season is almost a guarantee at this point. Unless they do what happened to the AAF, which is run out of money, and they can't pay their players, then you have a problem. But they have a TV deal with ESPN, with Fox. So ABC also runs games too, which is huge. I think that that, that alone, the fact that the social media job that they've done has been great, the cities they picked are great for football, I think, overall. The networks that they're on, I think that gets them through a season. I think they can get to a year two. I really do. Even though I think year to year the players will look a lot different because you're going to have guys, every team is probably going to have at least one guy that ends up going to an NFL team, whether it's the practice squad or not. Now, would you rather be in the practice squad or be in the XFL? That becomes a, a whole other uh, thing. So we shall see. Overall, though, I, yes, I do think it's sustainable. I really do. I think that if they play it right, I think that this thing could last. You never know, though. These things are tricky. A lot of people thought the AAF would last. By the way, what that noise was was me tearing off the paper from my notepad that I just used to write that stuff down. Anyway, um, overall, what's coming on ECSW, you ask, okay? And what that is is college basketball February 17th we start our countdown to Mattis every Monday and then I think the day before the final four will probably be we'll, we'll do one as well uh, then we're gonna be talking about all the bracketologists around the country we're gonna be talking about the net rankings every conference all the players who's gonna win awards all that fun stuff it's gonna be tons of fun on college basketball every single Monday the countdown to madness right here on ECSW make sure you can listen to all the platforms radio public breaker Apple Spotify anchor all of it you can listen to it on here um and uh hopefully we do well uh hopefully the xfl can last we'll see uh also we have fantasy baseball preview coming we have the mlb season preview we have the st louis cardinals season preview since i want to do specific ones for my teams i might be doing an nfl free agency prediction video we shall see uh playoff previews and maybe the nba definitely the nhl all that good stuff is coming very, very soon. NFL draft one will be big. NHL draft one will be big. NBA draft will be big. All that stuff is coming. Try to get one at least once a week. Next Monday's a guarantee. I might do one again later this week. Uh, we'll see. Whatever comes up. Biggest news in sports. You can follow us here at Anchor. You can do all the cool stuff. The rate five star all the time on Apple. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next Monday and maybe even earlier than that. We'll see.